Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Meat is the yardstick of protein foods because meat measures up to every protein need. The American Meat Institute presents The Life of Riley, a half hour with radio's friendliest family, and starring William Bendix as Riley. When a doctor checks the amount of protein food you eat, he uses two measurements, how much and how good. Meat has the right kind of proteins. They contain all ten of the essential substances needed for growth and tissue repair. Meat is the yardstick of protein foods because meat measures up to every protein need. And now, the life of Riley. Well, for Riley, life is even more complicated than usual. You may remember that the other day when Riley got home from his job at the war plant, the serenity of the California evening was shattered by the arrival of a special delivery V-mail letter. It was from Riley's best friend, Herman Dugan, who is overseas in the Marines. Eagerly, he opened it. Dear Riley, have been very busy all day shooting Japs, but I'm taking two minutes off to write you this letter as us guys in the service know that a letter from a cozy foxhole sure helps to keep up the morale of you folks who are suffering so much at home. <laughs> Good old Herman. Peg, he's the best pal I got in the world. Well, what else does the letter say? Well, let's see. Riley, there's a big favor you gotta do for me. Uh, any favor Herman wants, that I'll do. I don't know when I can get home to the States, and my sweetheart is very lonesome, so Riley, will you please marry her for me? Uh, with Herman. He knows you're married to me. He must be nuts. Don't he know you're only allowed one wife at a time? Ain't he ever heard of rationing? <laughs> but the rest of the letter made the whole situation clear. Herman was asking Riley to act as his proxy and marry Herman's fiancée in a proxy wedding. Well, reluctantly, Riley consented. And then trouble came up in the person of the bride-to-be's father, an absent-minded old character who still thinks he's living in the days of the Wild West. <laughs> Riley! You're a black-hearted coyote. You aiming to marry my daughter when, when you're already hitched and got two grown children. Now, now, wait a minute, Mr. Lightfoot. It's, it's just a proxy wedding, see? Herman is really marrying Lily May. Only I'm marrying her instead of Herman because when Herman ain't here, it's the same as me when Herman's away. <laughs> understand? Sure, I understand. Hey, uh, Riley, you're a black-hearted coyote. I'm taking my daughter home and locking her up. Locking her up till the range has rid of rattlesnakes like you. Now, wait a minute, Mr. Lightfoot. Stand back, Riley. My trigger finger's itching. Well, don't scratch it here. (laughs) So the wedding was off, and hours later, Riley and his family were still pretty worried about poor Lily May. Well, Peg, I guess that's that. There ain't gonna be no wedding. Herman has been jilted by my bride-to-be's father. Oh, the... Poor girl. And I guess Herman will be pretty let down when you write him that he isn't married. Mm. Hello? Who? Lily May! Oh! Are you all right? What? Her old man locked her in a room. Good heavens. Well, 
When your pop cools off, maybe we can talk him into it. What? Oh, you're kidding. Well, maybe Herman might, but I ain't Herman. Look, look, I gotta ask my wife. Peg, Lily May wants I should elope with her. Elope? How do you like that? Me married 17 years and I gotta elope. Well, I... Oh, I guess you'll have to, Riley. Uh, After all, it's for Herman's sake. Yeah. Hello, Lily May. Okay. I'll be underneath your window tomorrow night at 9 o'clock and we'll elope. What? What honeymoon? Oh, oh, I get it. Goodbye. After the elopement, she's going to San Diego for a honeymoon. Well, I... <laughs> guess this is the first time a bride went on a honeymoon alone. Yeah. Yeah, and it's also the first time a fellow took his wife along when he eloped. marking, Uncle Baxter. This, my dear niece, is a map of San Fernando Valley. This is Van Nuys, and this X is the Lightfoot Ranch, the scene of the crime. Crime? Well, this isn't a murder we're going on. Lily May's father, may I remind you, is an ex-cowboy who knows but one law, the law of the gun. Oh, now, don't talk that way. Lily May's father wouldn't shoot Riley. Uh, do you think he would? Oh, Pop ain't scared of anything. He told me so himself. Well, here's the bridegroom. Peg, how do I look? Just the same as the day I married you. And I improved even a little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Laugh while you may. Who knows? <laughs> Listen, Uncle Baxter, we're having a wedding, not a funeral. That remains to be seen. <laughs> Wild Pete may live up to his name tonight. Well, if he does, you may be in a jam, too, Uncle Baxter, because you're going along. Oh, no, really, my boy, I... Never mind. I... You can live off us for two years and put up with our free board and free room. You certainly can help me when I'm eloping. Unless, of course, you're scared. Scared? Riley, fear is the one sensation I have never experienced. I will be at your side tonight when you get shot. <laughs> Uncle Baxter. Well, the wedding cake is in the oven. Oh, Daddy, you look nice. Thanks, Dad. I've been over to the barber shop getting a shave. Smell my face. Oh, that's awfully strong. What is it? Bay rum. Pre-war. <laughs> when I'm eloping tonight, it'll make it easier for Lily Mae to find me in the dark. Well, Mom, can I go along in the elopement tonight? No, Jude. Oh, let him come, Peg. After all, how many boys get a chance to see their father elope? <laughs> Bundle, Daddy? Oh, oh, this? Oh, this here is my elopement trousseau. A little idea of mine to get Lily May out of her house tonight. Look. Oh, what on earth is it, Riley? It's a rope ladder. Preposterous. What's so preposterous? I made this rope ladder myself on my lunch hour. I might even patent it for elopements. And just how do you propose to get the end of this rope ladder to your fair lady's window? Well, I just climb up on it there and... Uh, uh, no, wait a minute now. Pop, you're on the ground floor and her window is up two flights. Well, she could drop it down to me. Yeah, she had it instead of you, but how's she gonna get it? Possibly Riley intends to smuggle it into her in a cake. Don't be such a wise guy, wise guy. I've got it all figured out. To get it up to her, I'll, I'll use a stepladder. Oh, this is a <laughs> 
This elopement is becoming quite involved. Riley, why don't you give it up? Why risk life and limb for an overly romantic girl whom you hardly know? Uncle Baxter, I already wrote Herman I'd marry his girl for him, and I'm going to do it. Good for you, Riley. Uh, After all, Herman saved your life once. Yeah, he pulled me out of the East River. Pop, I thought you were a good swimmer. I was a great swimmer. Wouldn't have happened except a fresh kid with a BB gun shot a hole in my water wings. <laughs> now, uh, Riley, about the elopement, were you able to borrow a car? No, no, but we'll get out there somehow. But on the way back, we're going to ride in style. Lily May said her old man has a station wagon in the shed. Uh, can you drive a car, Uncle Baxter? No, but if you'll lend me $10, I could take lessons. <laughs> Never mind, I'll drive. Junior, see who that is. If it's some nosy neighbor, tell him we ain't home. We gotta get going or we'll be late. Daddy, it's Lily May's father, Mr. Lightfoot. Oh, holy smoke, what'll I do now? Oh, shall I let him in? No, not yet. Peg, you and the kids go hide. You can't tell what this guy'll do. He's so absent-minded. Come on, Junior. Uh, to protect the women and children, I'll uh, go with them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Scram. Be careful, Riley. Who does he think he is? Now, you look here, Mr. Lightfoot. Uh, well, Pete Lightfoot's my handle, and I'm trailing that no-good varmint that wants to marry my daughter. Now, where is this horse thief, Riley? He ain't home, and I'm no horse thief. <laughs> I mean, Riley's no horse thief, and I ain't home. I, I mean... uh, 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 you can't fool me, Riley. Of course you're home. I see your hat on that chair. <laughs> yeah, and I'm here to tell you, Riley, you can't marry my daughter. She's promised to a cowhand by the name of Dugan. Well, that's what I tried to tell you. That's why I want to marry her, so she'll be married to Dugan. It's a proxy wedding, like baseball. Herman's the regular. I'm only the pinch hitter. Oh, so she's marrying a ball player. <laughs> no, no, not a ball player. I just told you she's marrying Herman Dugan. Oh, well, that's different. <laughs> I see it all now. I reckon I'm getting a mite absent-minded. <laughs> Where has he gone, Riley? Oh, excuse me, it was so quiet. Uh, it's okay, Dumplin'. Pa understands the proxy wedding now. Uh, look, hombre, I'm a hankering to meet up with this here lady. Well, well, you met her yesterday, but anyhow, she's Mrs. Riley. Yeah, pleased to meet up with you, Mom. Oh, I got a message for your husband, Mrs. Riley, uh, when he comes home. Why, he, he's right here. Look, I'm Riley, I'm here. See, there's my hat on the chair. Oh! Now, what was we talking about? About the wedding. Wedding? What wedding? Listen, Wild Pete, your daughter, Lily May, is going to marry Herman Dugan. By certain she is, and I'm keeping her locked up in the room till Dugan gets uh -huh. home from the roundup. But, but he's on a long roundup. He's in the Marines. So I'm marrying Lily May for him and... Hey, uh, hold on, Riley. How can you marry my little girl? Ain't you married already? So he understands about the proxy wedding, does he? Look, listen, Pa, let's go slow. Let's take this over again. Oh, now. hold that, Riley. I just remembered what I came here to tell you. What? I'm warning you out of town, you gale-stealing coyote. Oh. If you ain't hit the trail by sunup, I'm a-coming after you, and I'm a-coming shoot. But I ain't marrying your daughter. You're darn shooting you. Oh. I'm a-warning you. Stay out of my corral and leave my daughter be or I'm giving you a lead ticket to a buzzard's banquet. And your carcass will be the main course. <laughs> he ran away, the coward. <laughs> <laughs>
heard everything. Wait till I tell a gang about this. Personally, I think a Hopalong Cassidy picture must have went to his head. Daddy, you're not going to let Lily Mae down, are you? Of course he ain't. Pop ain't scared. That's right. I ain't going to let Lily Mae down unless it's from a second-story window. boy, Pop. Yeah, but, Riley, listen to me. No, no, somebody. my head's made up. I'm standing by my pal Dugan. After all, we rode herd together on the Brooklyn subway. <laughs> well, I think you're right, dear. That old man was just talking. Yeah, we're not going to let a little Western talk scare us. Reckon you're right, partner. It's getting dark, so let's hit the trail. Peg, hand me my 10-gallon derby. Junior, give me my Sam Brown belt. The one Sam Brown gave me for Christmas. <laughs> Deadwood Uncle Baxter, pack your duffel bag full of smelling salts. We're heading out of Los Angeles Gulch pronto. If we can catch a trolley. <laughs> Now, while the Rileys are preparing to take off for Wild Pete's Ranch, this is Ken Niles as spokesman for your meat industry. When an engineer plans a bridge, he calculates the strength of his materials and the loads it will have to carry. Then he adds the safety factor and specified beams and piers and flooring capable of standing the strain of a far bigger load than it will ever be called upon to bear in actual use. The meat industry is another kind of a bridge. Built part by part, plant by plant, company by company, as the meat needs of our nation grew. The meat industry was built to bridge the gap between the livestock man with herds, flocks, and droves, and your meat retailer. And although different parts of it, the many different companies, were built to compete with each other for the job of serving you, they have, as units of the meat packing industry, served as a single structure strong enough to carry the heavy loads placed upon the industry by war, even when that load went far beyond all previous demands. In fact, during the first quarter of 1944, the extra load carried by this bridge was nearly double the average for the first quarter in the five years prior to 1940. Your meat industry and the livestock producers whose product it handles have met this challenge of production for wartime needs and have kept meat on the table for soldier and civilian alike. And now back to the life of Riley. We left Riley determined to go through with the elopement and proxy wedding with Lily Mae Lightfoot in spite of the strong objections of her father, Wild Pete. We find Riley now on the edge of Wild Pete's miniature ranch in the San Fernando Valley on the outskirts of Los Angeles. This is it. Well, yeah, Pop. Here's a sign. It says, Wild Pete's Bar Z Ranch. Look at this barbed wire fence. He don't like visitors. Shh, quiet, Riley. Huh, here's another sign. Wrestlers keep off. <laughs> Look how he spells wrestlers. R-U-S-T. Riley, that's rustlers. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. A wrestler's a fellow who steals cows. Look, there's a cow. Look out, she's stampeding. Oh, Riley, do we have to walk right past the cow? <laughs> Can you imagine that? Peg ain't afraid of Wild Pete's guns, but she's nervous over a cow. <laughs> oh, follow me, man, and Mom. Be careful. Gee, it's dark here. If I back into a cactus bush, tell me. <laughs> Riley, hmm? what do we do first? 
Well, we get Wild Pete's station wagon ready to escape in. Here's the shed right here, Pop. Look at the doors unlocked. Careful, children. It may have been left open to lure us into a trap. Nah, I'll open it, Pop. Boy, it's dark in there. Yeah. The station wagon must be in the back. I hope it's a fast car. Riley. What? Listen now. Hmm? I hear something in there. Uh, yeah. Somebody breathing. I knew it. We are expected. Even now, some beady eye is watching our every move. Junior? Junior? Junior, where are you? Oh, Riley, it's got Junior. Oh, no. I'm all right. Oh. I went in to see what was making that noise. What was it? A horse. Hear him? Give me that flashlight. Yeah, there's the horse. And hey, hey, there's no car in here. There's that old wagon, though. Look at the fringe on it. Oh, yeah, it's a station wagon. That's the term they used out west for a horse and rig. And I expected a Chrysler. <laughs> Riley, hmm? do you know how to harness a horse? No, I ain't even ever drove a horse. Eh? I can see this is going to be a double elopement. I'll run away with Lily May and the horse will run away with me. <laughs> well, let's harness him up, Pop. Okay, now, now let's see. How do you start? Oh, yeah, I know. Hey, horse, step in between them two sticks. Hey, horse, go this way where I'm pointing, horse. Riley, let me handle him. Come on, boy. Come along. Come along this way. Gee, look at the way the horse is following Uncle Baxter. Uh, it's about time. For years, Uncle Baxter's been following the horses. We'll have him harnessed in a minute. Look, here's a swell ladder. Come on, Pop. I'll help you carry it to Lily May's window. No, Junior, you stay and help Uncle Baxter. I want your mother with me when I carry Lily May down that ladder. All right, I'll uh, chaperone you. Come on. Now, remember, everybody, don't make no noise when you hear us coming and have the wagon ready and... Hey, Uncle Baxter, I think you tightened that strap around the horse's waist a little too much. I did not. Then how come all the horse's legs are off the ground? <laughs> they ain't off the ground, Pop. It's just the shadows. Oh, oh well, well, come on, Peg. We'll get the bride. <laughs> Here we are. Now you better put the ladder up. Okay. Here goes. Careful. Don't let it bump. No, I... It's up. Hold it steady. I just hope this ladder is strong. Oh. Wrong window. It's the old man's room. He's asleep, and he's using a shotgun for a pillow. Riley, there's Lily May in that window. Oh, you? Of course it's me. How many elopements you got scheduled for tonight? <laughs> Riley, careful when you move the ladder. Shh. Papa's a light sleeper. Yeah. Okay, Lily May, come on down. Coming down a ladder scares me plumb crazy. You better come up and get me. I'm getting to wish that Herman should have let me drown. Hurry. I can hear Papa stirring in his sleep. Okay, I'm coming up. Where are you? It's so dark. Oh, I'm coming out the window. Oh, I got my feet on the ladder. <gasps> that's not the ladder. That's my head. Now put your arms around my neck. Like this? Yeah. You don't got to use my nose for a grip. Let go. Am I 
very heavy. <clears throat> no, I, I used to be a hod carrier. <laughs> My, this is romantic. Only I wish it was Herman taking me down the ladder. Yeah, so do I. Come on down, dear. Okay. Lily May, are you hurt? No, the ground is soft. That ain't the ground, that's me. <laughs> Look, a uh, light in your father's room. Come on, let's scram. Here's the wagon, Pop. Hurry up. Hurry, come on, pile in. Get in, Lily May. Get in, Jake. Get in, Junior. Get in, Uncle Baxter. One, two, three, four. Hey, wait a minute. Somebody's missing. Somebody's... Oh, oh it's me. Oh. Hey! Hurry up, horse. Get going. Answer me, coyotes, or I'll let you have a load of buckshot. Giddy up. Stop horsing around. I'm back with my wagon, consign you. Whoa, horse. Whoa. attractive bridegroom. Boy, I'll be glad when my wedding's over and Herman and Lily May is married. Riley, sit still so I can comb your hair. Ye gods, what an unruly thatch. Don't put on so much of that hair glue. My scalp's so tight now I can't close my eyes. <laughs> Where's Lily May? Lily May is in the front room with the family. How about that Marion judge? Why ain't he here? Judge Pilkey's a very busy man, but he's on his way. My, what a handsome bridegroom. Yes, he looks very natural. Baxter, you're thinking of the wrong ceremony. This is a wedding. <laughs> hey, Pop, Pop, I gave the horse some water, but we're all out of sugar. Well, never mind the sugar. Give him a piece of Uncle Baxter's saccharin. Junior, dear, don't you think you ought to go to bed? Ah, oh, Mom, let me stay up. Yeah, let the kid stay. He missed my first wedding. <laughs> Daddy, the judge is here. Well, I'm ready. Silly May's ready. Come on. I hope Herman stays married to this dame. I couldn't go through this very often. I... Oh, oh, hello, Judge. Well, let's get started, folks. Now, just show me the bride, the groom, the license, and the fee, and you'll be on your way. Well, take it easy, Judge. I'm getting married, not drafted. <laughs> Well, I'm a very busy man. So far, I've had 20 weddings today. Have five more tonight. Uh, besides, my taxi's waiting outside with the meter running. Now, uh, where's the bride? Bride, 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 bride. Come on to the bride, please. Here I am. Now the groom. Groom, 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 groom. Come on to the groom, please. Here, Your Honor. Now the license. Mm-hmm. be in order. Now the wedding. No, now the fee. I have the money here. No, no, Lily Mae. This wedding's on me. Here, here you are, Judge. Uh, thank you. Uh, stand together, join hands. Uh, do you, Lily May, take this man to be your husband? I do. Do you, Herman Dugan, take this woman to be your wife? I don't. Then I pronounce you man. What did you say? Well, I, I take her in a way. I, well, you can't I, take a wife in a way. You're supposed to say I do. You understand? I do. Fine, fine. Uh, do you, Herman Dugan, take this woman to be your wife? I don't. Then I pronounce. <laughs> e <laughs> God, the man is completely moronic. Well, maybe so, but I ain't Herman Dugan. What? You're not Dugan. Well, you see, Judge, he is in a way. Silence, woman. Look, you'll be careful how you talk to my wife. Wife? Yeah. What did I get into here? Bigamy? Young man, do you know the penalty for bigamy? Yeah, two mother-in-laws. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Judge, th th this is just a proxy wedding. We... Proxy? 
fancy wedding. Yeah. Why, that's not legal. Not in California. But I live in Wyoming when I'm home. That makes no difference. Hey, wait. You've got to marry us. She loves Herman and I love Herman. Here's your fee back. Good night. Oh. Hey, hold on there. Am I in time for the wedding? Uh, who's this? It's Wild Pete. Now, now, Paul, hold your temper. Lily, gal, I came to say... I come to say Riley can have you. What? Any man that's got gumption enough to steal you from under my very nose, that's a man I want to call son. Look, Mr. Lightfoot... Now, that ain't no way to call me son. All right, all right. Daddy, sit down and I'll explain. <laughs> Junior, give your grandfather a chair. Look, look, it's like this. Me and Lily May can't get hitched. If what? You, if you let me pass, sir, the meter's running. Uh, right. Hold on. Ain't nobody leaving these diggings till I hear why my gal ain't getting wet. Well, a proxy wedding is against the law. Law, stranger. West of the Picos, there's only one law. These here shooting irons. Now, get back in there and say the hitching words pronto. Come on. Don't you dog on me, sir, now. I, I warn you. And I'm a warning you, Judge. Let the wedding proceed now. You better do it, Judge, because he's... Come in. Look! The Marines have landed. Herman! Oh, Herman, darling! Lily, man! Oh. Herman, how did you get here? I was marrying Lily like you said, only I can't. It, it's unlegal. <laughs> yeah, my mistake, pal. Oh, I guess you didn't get my second letter yet, huh? Well, I got a sudden leave and I flew in from Hawaii. So I'll just take over. Uh, see, uh, Riley, uh, what's holding up the hitching? Well, listen, Pa, you remember about the proxy wedding, don't you? By certain, I do. And blessings on you, son, blessings. Well, my proxy just showed up. Instead of me marrying her for Herman, Herman's going to marry her for me. Uh. <laughs> Herman who? Me, Pa, Dugan. Remember me? Oh, Dugan! Yeah, you remember it? Sure. <laughs> you might and I missed your own hitching. <laughs> and they call me absent-minded. <laughs> Where's the judge? Let the wedding proceed now. Come on. Is this the authentic Dugan? It sure is. Come on, line up, folks. All right. Now, this is going to be the McCoy. Herman, you and me stand here. While Pete, you bring in the bride and give her away. Yep, yep, yep. Babs, you're the bridesmaid. Right. Uh, Mom, you're the matron of honor. Oh, fine. What am I, Riley? Uncle Baxter, you're the flower girl. <laughs> Everybody ready? Yeah, we're, we're ready. ready. Then let Herman and Lily May get aboard the ship of matrimony, and may they wind up with a raft of kids. <laughs> The Rileys will be back in just a moment. And now, here's a suggestion for you women who are wondering what will be the nicest way to use up what's left of your Sunday roast. If you'll look in the American Meat Institute's advertisement in your May Woman's Home Companion or McCall's, you'll see what a famous chef suggests. Monsieur Henri Bazzetti of the American, uh, rather, the, um, of the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles says to take the leftover beef, veal, lamb, or pork and combine it with onions, red and green peppers, tomatoes, and diced potatoes, according to his recipe, season it well, and serve it up proudly. He calls his recipe home-style hash, but you'll say it's a dish for a king. It is such careful use of all the good that is in meat that helps you give your family its needed quota of protein. Now, you know, of course, that no matter what kind or cut of meat you use, 
even in the no point or lowest point cuts, you get the right kind of protein, the kind that supplies every protein requirement of the body, whether it's for growth or building up tissues or giving you a quick comeback after illness. Yes, meat is the yardstick of protein foods because meat measures up to every protein need. All statements regarding the nutritional value of meat made on this program are accepted by the Council on Foods and Nutrition of the American Medical Association. Oh, well, I'm glad it's all over, Riley. Yeah, me too. Boy, I sure had a time there with the loping on ladders and that runaway horse... Wild Pete's guns. <laughs> oh, but it was worth it. Uh, you did a favor for Herman. Now Herman and Lily May are off on their honeymoon. Yep. Well, all's well that ends well. You know, Dumplin', I've been thinking. If it wasn't for you and the kids and us being so happy for the last 17 years, I'd say getting married ain't what it's cracked up to be. <laughs> <laughs> The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix and sponsored by the American Meat Institute, will be back next week at the same time. William Bendix appears on this program by arrangement with Hal Roach. The Life of Riley was directed by Don Bernard, with music by Lou Kosloff, and came to you from Hollywood. This is Ken Nile saying, see you next week. is the Blue Network. This is WENR at your service, Chicago 54.